Hi, I'm Denny Van. I live with severe food sensitivities. I'm Chef Ken, and I teach people with food sensitivities how to cook. Welcome to the Food Sensitives Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about us, what brought us here, why we're here, and what we plan on doing. So, Chef Ken, uh, what brought you here? Well, it's a, a simple thing, coming home and finding out that my loved ones are allergic to, you know, no exaggeration, allergic to everything. And how can we enjoy some meals together as a family where we could all eat the same stuff? And, uh, you know, that's it in a nutshell right there. But to elaborate, having the background I have and the culinary arts and, and, and an expertise in certain areas of it, I was able to help them substitute ingredients where they could have their favorite dishes. Um, and, and enjoy dinner as a family or lunch, breakfast. It didn't matter. How about just eating at home? Shopping? Yeah, because you were away for 25 years. Yeah. We hadn't seen you in a long, long time. And uh, circumstances brought us together. And we're here because we've learned so much from each other that we have this amazing knowledge to share, you know, growing up with allergy to a severe sensitivity to wheat. And not knowing it in an Italian family. And, uh, you know, you uh, learning about, you know, you, you told me never say never. Tell me about the never say never story. Well, never say never for me was uh, how I got into the restaurant industry is as a young boy watching a cook bust hump on a line taking care of a, a full house. And I thought to myself, I'm never going to work that hard. and. I ended up working with him later in, in, you know, as a teenager. So, you know, I learned to never say never. And, and what that, that is an all encompassing thing, you know, never say never, you can't figure it out. Never say never, you can't do this, but never say never, it's not going to happen to you either. And, you know, that's what that is for me. You grew up with severe food allergies. And in my career, you know, I knew about that and would adjust for people's diets and menus if they asked about it. But it didn't hit me, like we said, until I came home. And with your son, especially, but also everyone else on public, what striked me was we're at a place, an eye exam. And there's a young boy just totally misbehaving. And without, I was getting aggravated. His parents weren't doing anything. But you said, I wonder what he's eaten today. And as I've learned more about food sensitivities, I've realized that a child like that, totally all over the board, misbehaving, is probably acting that way because of what he's eaten. So, because of my background, and you know, here we are at home. It's and you see it everywhere. There's no the world's calling for it. The world's actually calling for a reorganization of how we shop, how we even cook. Um, there's so many people across the board that if you uh, have a party, uh, a wing roaster, it doesn't even matter a football party, um, and you have friends come over, you 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 have to be conscious of the fact that there is a good chance someone there can't eat what you are cooking. 
So you should be, and that's what my expertise is, is to help people understand and teach them how to organize their kitchens and their shopping habits that they could think ahead of time that there's a good chance that someone could be allergic or sensitive and be able to adjust accordingly without too much effort. And you know, you bring up socialization and as somebody who lives with food sensitivities, going over to somebody's house for social activities, I always have to ask what's in it. And from my experience, there are people who become uh, offended or like, you know, I'm personally disappointing them because I'm asking what's in it. And I'd like to bring more awareness to this because there are people who, you know, it's not my intention to offend by asking what's in it. It's so that I can protect myself because I could be sick for three days to a week later after that socializing event. And then it creates this fear of socializing. So I end up not socializing. And my son has gone through this as well, because all of his friends will just go out to fast food places. And those foods are um, modified in such a way where they have chemists, you know, adding chemicals and these, these, there's up to 10,000 chemicals that don't have to be labeled. So asking what's in it is bringing up, you know, offending them and that is not our intention and so our purpose is to bring awareness because I've lived with this my whole life and uh, having two sons and my husband who's severely allergic to one thing we only have to worry about one thing with him but um, the other sons having such a an array of sensitivities I have to ask what's in it right and there you go is you do ask what's in it and we you know it's all about the awareness culture so we have a guest coming asking that, and the host is already expecting that. That's, you know, one angle that I would like to, to spread. But also the what's in it. You talked about the 10,000 different ingredients that they don't have to label. So it's also on the other end of the spectrum that we want to help those who are massively allergic like your your son for example that he can cook for himself confidently knowing that he's not going to get sick you know and, and, and in his case and and thank goodness we're able to do that we have the experience that we have to make our own everything you know what i mean uh, starting from scratch is a whole new concept for a lot of these dishes. And that's what I meant about when we were talking about mise en place in the last episode, where um, now your French and Italian or Mexican dishes, whatever culture you like, uh, the ingredients change for a lot of people. The standardization is going to change for a lot of people, especially since more and more establishments have to go gluten-free just to start with and have to let you know before you even walk in the door certain ingredients they have like those who fry in peanut oil they you know they let you know exactly and you know you bring up ethnic dishes you know talk to us about when jimmy said i miss fried rice Exactly. And he's, he gets soyed. And you know that any Asian place you go to or Chinese restaurant or whatnot, they're going to soy you. It's part of the ingredients. So we may come up with something that's 
you called the, what, the coconut aminos, right? I mean, that's a popular thing. It's out there. People might not know it is. We got to tell everybody, of course. But we made fried rice from with the eggs, everything that he liked in it. And, and that's the other thing about um, food sensitivities is um, you still have taste for other things. And what I mean by that is you don't like things like Jimmy isn't into the water chestnuts and the fried rice, you know, and your husband isn't allergic to mushrooms, but he doesn't like them. You know, and it's all a part of needing to bring more awareness and change to the way we cook, shop, and prepare and cook our food. I mean, across the board. Absolutely. And, you know, um, as we talk more and more about this and realizing that, hey, you know, we're not the only ones. So we want to talk to you as well. What are your concerns, your sensitivities, your stories, even your recipes and any other experiences you have? I'm going to drop our um, email address if you want to send that to us, the Food Sensitives Network at gmail.com. Again, that's the food sensitives network at gmail.com. And Chef, can you touch on a little bit of the challenges that we're going to be talking about coming up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, one of my main and favorite challenges will be the, the cookbook or the recipe book, family recipe book. But before we get into that, you know, everything across the board, we talked about mise en place, everything in place. It's starts with do you have your head screwed on so we'll have challenges from organizing your ca pantry to your spice cabinet your refrigerator where you put your pots and pans you know across the board silverware tools do you need certain tools what can you do with certain tools you'll be amazed that you know you what you can do with a little bit amount you know what i mean yeah and you so, talked about um the mindset is your head on right because when I was first learning about my food sensitivities, my my mindset went to all of the things I can't eat. And then I was missing all of the things I can't eat. And then guess what? I ended up eating all of the things I can't eat. So with this rebirth of mise en place, the emphasis is really going to be on the mindset and what ingredients you can eat. Now from there, you know, we can create all kinds of dishes right oh not only that it's it's the mindset so not you have certain ingredients you can have like you mentioned you put those spices in a certain spot in your cabinet uh, before you know it your cabinet is getting less cluttered everything ends up in the same spot all the time you know it depends on how organized you really want to be but it goes down to the ingredients reading um, for example if it says may contain soy or nuts or something like that or made with machinery that does soy or nuts, and I'm using these example, you should assume that it contains soy or nuts and then make arrangements in your, your, your culinary preparation to have ingredients that don't have that for sure. And before you know it, if once you're taking the time out, to do this, you're going to take the time out to put it in a spot that when you need it, you know, and you're not looking through your cabinet for your cinnamon or your clove or whatever. 
when it comes to the mindset, it's top notch organization. You know, that's what happens in your head. Yes, and we're going to do a challenge on this oh, for yourself. Yeah. yeah. But all of that aside, all of that aside, it starts with the formula, you know, putting dinner together and knowing where everything at always starts with the recipe book, the cookbook. And that's my favorite part. And that challenge for me will be ongoing, never ending. The one that I'll, you know, pay attention to the most want to hear from people with their recipes their pictures of food even videos of them cooking their own food with their questions why can't i do this why does that happen and let's create some recipes together that are good for you that you know what what did what do you miss the most and let's start from there Absolutely. What we're going to be doing is these challenges will be happening on our social learning Facebook group, the Food Sensitives Community. So definitely check that out if you want to get in on these challenges, because we want to talk to you. We want to find out what's going on with you, what your food sensitivities are, your stories. And it reminds me of a story, um, Key and I, son number two and I went out to eat and we wanted to check out this local chef's uh, breakfast lunch place. And we went in there and he was offering this lemonade. It looked like he was, you know, fresh because most of his stuff he makes from scratch. But Key asked, is there corn syrup in it? Because he can't have corn. His, he gets chicken skin from corn and um the reaction ends up itching his whole body and so he's very adamant about removing corn from his diet so he asked what's in it so asked if there was corn syrup in it and the chef rolled his eyes and walked away so these were the experiences that we were having and so one of the things we want to do is hear your stories what's been happening to you so that we can raise awareness within the food industry Yes, across the board, everyone. It'd be great for uh, chefs to be reading ingredients and expect you to say or ask what's in it, you know, and, and that's the culture or mindset we'd like to make aware and change. Absolutely. And it starts with your family because it started right here with our family. And we realized that there's a huge need for this. So we've got some really, really exciting stuff coming up. So I encourage you, send us an email. We want to hear your stories. The Food Sensitives Network at gmail.com. And uh, if you don't want to miss out on any of that, do me a favor and hit subscribe.